All the years that I've wasted Trying to find it All that I go through For my peace of mind Let it all go Out the window No smoke in my Belated St. Paddy's Day to everybody. This week's subject comes from a chap I know reasonably well who works with me every week in Vita House in Roscommon, and his name is Joseph. So, Joseph, I do hope that I answer some of your questions today. The question was about character and why people might act out of character at times. Now, first of all, I think we have to make a couple of distinctions. And one of them is between personality and character. If I asked you how many of you think that personality and character are the same thing, 
Well, guess what? They're not. Let me give you a description of both of them. So, personality can be described as a combination of mental behaviour or traits or qualities like a thinking pattern or a feeling and acting. Okay? It is these tendencies of a person to think, feel and behave in a specific manner to them in certain situations. Character, on the other hand, is the enduring of the mental and moral traits of a person. It is the factor that determines our reactions or our responses to that given situation. It is a person's behavioural pattern and is based on the environment around us, our mental ability and our moral principles. So they are similar, yet because they are individual, they are different. When we think about human beings, in many ways we're all the same. We've got the same body, the same nature, the same feelings, the same mind, so on and so forth. But if you're in any way observant, you will actually discover that every human being has a different trait or habit that makes their personality different. No two people are exactly the same, even identical twins, because we're each different in our perception from our moods, in our nature, in our hobbies, and many other different ways. So what I have taken is, for want of a better word, a comparison between personality and character. I've put them under eight different headings, just as a kind of a basis to begin. But I'm sure that other people will be able to give me a lot more than just these eight. But let's have a go at it. So number one is obviously the meaning. Personality refers to a range of distinctive personal qualities and traits of an individual. Whereas a character refers to a set of morals and beliefs that will ultimately define how we behave either when we're with other people or when we're with ourselves. Number two, representation. Personality represents who we seem to be, whereas character represents who we actually are. Number three, personality traits. They're both physical and personal, whereas the traits of character are mental and moral. Four, identity. Okay, so personality is identified as who we are from conception, whereas character is where we have learnt behaviour. Number five, nature. Okay, so the nature of personality is subjective, where the nature of character is objective. Number six, expressions. The expression of personality will be the outer appearance or behaviour of a person, whereas the expression of character will be the traits of a person that are abstract. There's another area to compare here, and that is change. Character will change over time. Personality will change, but the basis of our personality will not change because it's who we are. The last one, and the last comparison, I suppose, is the validation of society. With personality, this validation is not required, where our character does require this validation of society. Now, what I would like to do here is I'd like to go back to Joseph's original question as to why we might act out of character at times, or other people, why they might act out of character. I can't speak for other people, but I'm sure you can all think of many reasons why you would act out of character. So I'm just going to give you a few that I know about, but I'll be damn sure that you'll think of other ones. 
Now, most people would find it very confusing looking at somebody trying to figure them out. We've all tried it. It's confusing at the best of times to understand somebody. But what happens if somebody who's constantly erratic? You never know what they're going to do with themselves. You never know what they're going to do with you. What they're going to say to you. How they're going to be. But isn't it funny we don't have a problem with them? Why? Because we're expecting the unexpected. But what about people who I would consider to be normal? And when I say normal here, what I mean by that is somebody that you know how they're going to react to something. At least you think you do. Somebody who's steady, in control. What if they act out of something that you don't understand? Or away from what you normally see? Where's that coming from? So again, I go back to Joseph's question. Why do we act out of character at times? I'm going to give you a couple of answers. Something to think about, something that you can get your teeth into. Or at least begin to get your teeth into it. But before I do that... Lost again, going back around Dreaming of a time when I get things right Lost in the shadows of a million stars Shouldn't they enlighten my near and far? Shouldn't they at all just tell me where you are? Send a prayer if I'm out of Oh
Number one, previous history. Perhaps, or maybe, we've been treated in a negative way in the past by our family, by our friends, by our significant others. There are situations where we will act very strongly when we act out of character. It means that we've been triggered to act and behave in this out of proportion way. You've often heard me saying, you know, if an emotion, if your reaction is out of proportion with the situation then you've been triggered this is out of character number two a lack of assertiveness hello we all need a bit of that there are many times when we don't say what we really think we go along with the older people even when we don't agree with them we go along with our peers because we don't want to feel left out until finally after enduring a lot of discomfort a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of rejection, a lot of disassociation with our own selves, we suddenly take a stand. And you do and say what you really feel is the truth for you. When we do this, we actually can take others by surprise. Why? Because what we're saying and doing at that moment in time is not the perception of who we were and what we said and how we behaved before. Sometimes we can scare people. Actually, sometimes we can really scare ourselves. Anyway, on with my list. Number three. To me, this is one of the top two, even though I have it as number three. Stress. It can be stress from work, stress from a relationship, stress from financial difficulties, or just general everyday hassles and mishaps that create a moment for us to be temporarily acting out of character. Number four. What about drugs and alcohol? Remember that alcohol will loosen your tongue or lessen the restraints that we put on our own behaviour. We know that under its influence we can actually act out of character. We've seen it in our young people, we've seen it in our husbands, in our wives, in our partners and even in ourselves. And what is the end result? Embarrassment. Guilt. Now we have to learn to live with the consequences of our behaviour and in a lot of cases we blame other people because we don't want to admit that we were wrong. Number five, pressure from our peers. No matter how good we are or how strong we are or how intelligent we are, not very many of us can actually withstand pressure from our peer groups or those that are significant in our lives, especially when we're insecure in ourselves at that moment. Now we know that children and teenagers are more often than not will fear ridicule if they don't conform to some form of code of behaviour set by the popular crowd. But this also goes for ourselves in our adult lives. How many of us will say yes in a group when we really want to say no? Just so that we feel part of the group or we don't want to be embarrassed. How many of us will do things that we wouldn't normally do? 
And remember, as adults, we have a tendency to actually not listen to ourselves in these situations. And therefore, we don't listen to the consequences of our own actions. Number six, worry or our mood. Now, we all know that when we feel low, it's hard to maintain emotional balance. And that's when we can really act out of character. Because a lack of confidence will stop us taking on challenges. We'll tend to lose interest in all the activities that we'd normally have, you know, great time for and enjoy. Number seven, it's when we have a medical condition. A lot of us don't want to tell other people that we're not well. But pain can make us irritable with little or no interest for other people. Think about those on a diet for a few days are fine until their blood sugar goes low and they start to get hungry. Then they become hard to live with, irritable. We also know that when you restrict food, it can make thinking a lot more like trying to walk through a fog. You're at a higher risk of bladder infections. And in some cases, it can make you really confused. So the thing to remember here is that if somebody is acting out of character, there is a reason for it. And be aware that you don't have the full understanding about that person. In other words, their behaviour is obviously being affected by factors that you may not know about. Number eight, strong emotions. You know, when somebody is infatuated with somebody else, the most sensible of us can act totally out of character because it's an obsession and our normal behaviour is thrown to the side. Other strong emotions that could change our behaviour such as uh, jealousy, anger, desire for revenge. These can all give us the opportunity to act out of character. Imagine somebody has been abused as a child maybe for a few years suddenly in their adulthood decides to take revenge or another one maybe you gossip about somebody's new partner because you're jealous and you normally wouldn't be a person to gossip number nine and here's one of two that i think are the most common the first one is psychosis and if you take the obvious like marijuana or cannabis people who take these are not usually aware that this can trigger psychosis It can be triggered if you have a history of mental health illness, but it can also be triggered if you have a personal vulnerability. Some people who are manic may believe that they're important historical figures or celebrities, or they may even have special powers or abilities. Now, any one of these behaviours are a cause for immediate attention and alarm. But the thing to remember here with these two areas is that the person themselves firmly believes in what they're experiencing is real. So by telling them that they may need help is not going to help. In actual fact, it might even make them more agitated. The second part to this, number nine, is dementia. Now, if any of you have had to live with or know someone who has gone from being one person into somebody who doesn't even know who the hell you are, will understand what this is about. Because dementia will cause people to act in very unexpected and sometimes surprisingly disturbing ways. And sometimes we don't pick it up until it's too late or it's not diagnosed until they're well into it. For example, things that they've done all their lives have suddenly become alien to them, even down to not finding their way around a neighbourhood that they've lived in all their lives. They also may get extremely anxious about little changes in their routine. And believe me, at the beginning of this incredibly hard illness, to know that something is not right in your head or something is not right or going right, it's terribly, terribly confusing. And it can turn a normally quiet person into a person of aggressiveness 
a very respectful and courteous person may act totally inappropriately towards people. I know some people who would even go to the point of accusing relatives and partners of stealing from them. The thing to remember here is that the person does not understand what's happening to them. So getting angry with them is only going to make matters worse because they already know something is wrong. Now these 10 headings I've given you are only a very small number of reasons, but I think they cover a multitude. But I have no doubt that you can probably think of a few more. What I'm hoping for is that the next time somebody that you know, that you love, acts out of character, you're not going to get annoyed and not to assume something because you don't know what's going on for them. But maybe you're going to pause and ask, what's the best way I can help them? And if you're the person who's acting out of character, maybe you need to pause and ask for help if you can. Or just pause and accept the help that's being offered. Remember that all of us will act out of character occasionally. We all do it. Something will trigger us and we'll just go off on one. But maybe we need to ask ourselves, what has been triggered in me to do this? Why am I letting fly? Why have I just bitten off the head of my partner or my kids or my loved one? So look at the triggers that trigger you. And if you're looking at somebody else, ask the same questions. Look at the triggers. What are the triggers that have made this person act out of character? Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste. Just takes time